gentlemen, welcome to Film Feuds, I'm your host Steve Kaiser. we've got an exciting episode for you today, we are doing most epic sci-fi movie. Now, in the podcast you'll listen to it, and I'll be saying most uh, action sci-fi movie, but uh, feeling that the topic is slightly changed because one of the movies isn't technically an action movie, I've decided to change it to most epic sci-fi. So, you're going to enjoy that one. Now, the way this game works is pretty simple, we pick a topic, the comedians pick their movie that fits within the topic, and then they've got to argue to see who wins. Next week, we're going to have our Game Grudges episode, Best Star Wars Video Game. So that's coming out next week. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. On Facebook, we are at Film Feuds. On Twitter, we are at Film Feud Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter or Facebook at IamSeizure. Don't forget to send in your questions and topics to our account. And if we use them, we'll give you a shout-out on there and give you a free poster. Check out our Game Grudges page at Game Grudges, both on Facebook and Twitter. Also, do check out our comic book, New Age Comic. That's both on Facebook and Twitter. Getting a lot of retweets, a lot of the shares. Please check it out. Tell us what you think. A comic book about punks, goths, and other alternatives. And don't forget, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please give us a good rating and leave a comment so we can get on the iTunes radar, finally. If you're listening to this on Podomatic, give us a good rating. Follow us on Podomatic. And please, share it with your friends. Tell everyone about it. Alright, that's enough bullshit out of me, so let's just get straight into the episode. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Film Feuds, I'm your host Seizure Kaiser. We've got a fun episode for you today. We were doing best action sci-fi movie. Now since Star Wars is coming out, we thought we could do best Star Wars movie, but that really leaves three. So let's just move that out of the way and we'll just do best sci-fi action film. Uh, I've got three exciting guests for you today, and we're going to see who is going to win. Now, the way, uh, the way this game works is we pick a topic. As you know, it's best sci-fi action movie. There's eight questions which the guests don't know what they are, and they've got to fight for each question, try to get a point, and whoever gets the most points at the end wins the golden handshake. So that's going to be great. Yeah. A prize that no one ever wants. Um, <laughs> that sounds a little scary. <laughs> We'll start off with the guy to my left, um, Steve Breeze. Um, you can find him on Twitter, at Steve Breeze uh, Like. And uh, which movie did you pick? I picked Tremors. And a uh, quick plot line for those who don't know. Uh, it's a creature, uh, it's a small town uh, that is fighting uh, creatures with um, uh, explosives. That's pretty much the... That's, yeah, that's pretty that's much it. Yeah, every tre- Tremors, uh, one through five, I think. I think they just released a six. There was another one, one on the Yeah, there's another yeah, one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay, and uh, why'd you pick that one? Uh, it's the only sci-fi uh, movie that I've probably watched uh, <laughs> more than once. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. All right, so we'll move on to our next guest, uh, Bronston Jones, and uh, you can find him on Twitter at Bronchi- uh, Bronicus. Uh, there'll be a link in the description below. That's fine. And which movie did you pick? I picked E.T. the Extraterrestrial, which is not only my favorite sci-fi movie, it's my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. And this will come as a shock to all your listeners. And if you don't know what E.T. is, honestly, why are you listening to a film podcast, okay? Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, go watch it now and then watch Citizen Kane and say that was the best movie ever. It's not. It's E.T. <laughs> um, I was 12 years old when it came out, which ages me. I'm 45 years old. It came out when I was 12 and is a movie about a family being raised by a single mom and then some father figure coming into the family and I was being raised by a single mom with my family and it spoke to me on every single level the jokes in it are hysterical the action was awesome the effects in the original don't watch the remake are incredible uh it's one of the best movies anybody's ever come up with okay and did Alf come out after AT or before I wouldn't have any knowledge of Alf whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. I came out after. After? Did, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
It, it, it made aliens cute. It <laughs> made... There is an Elf movie. I know that. There is. I never watched movie. the Elf movie. Yeah. I always watched the TV of show. There was an Elf movie. I think it was a TV movie, but still a movie All nonetheless. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Probably another look, Alf. Look e. E.T. got drunk. Alf was just an asshole. Eight <laughs> cuts. Alf did everything, right? Like, <laughs> did coke, I think. <laughs> and the person you just heard, that's our last guest. It's Victor Martinez. Martinez. Junior. Yes, junior, yes. Yes, indeed. and you can find him on Twitter at Victor Comedy. And which movie did you pick? I picked The Fifth Element. Um, I don't remember the first time I watched it. I think it was probably with my father. I watched a lot of movies with my dad. And I don't particularly like um, Bruce Willis, but I love every other person in this cast. And it's a, it's a great movie. If you need a description, here's the IMDb description. In a colorful future, a cab driver unwittingly becomes the central figure in the search for a legendary cosmic weapon to keep evil and Mr. Zorg at bay. I love the enthusiasm in your voice there when you're reading the description. Um, I like you bragging about having a dad. Yeah, yeah, he's still around. <laughs> With uh... <laughs> they were divorced, but he compensated for theaters and movies. And so this show is spoiler filled. So if you haven't watched the movies and you don't want to hear anything, stop listening. Watch the movies. Come back. Uh, it's and there's eight questions. They don't know what they're going to be. So we're going to start it off and. The way it works, everyone gets one minute to make their initial point, and then you can start sniping each other. Cool? All right. All right, we'll start with the first question. Uh, which movie had the coolest scene? Mm. You can pick any one scene from the movie and make your argument for it. A scene. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with uh, the most moving scene, which is when E.T.'s dead, he's in the freezer, and, uh, you know, and you know, Elliot's crying on top of him, and then all of a sudden you see the flower come back to life and you realize oh my god he's in there and that is the moment in the movie where I, I broke I, I've seen it I saw it in the theater six to seven times it's the only movie I've ever seen that many times in a theater and I've seen a video like dozens of times it's just one of those things you pop it in and it makes me cry every time even though I know he's coming back so that's well, the coolest. I like, I, I like how you call coolest and he was in the freezer double uh, don't play nice um, <laughs> Victor um, the coolest uh, it's probably the dumbest part, and it's just the most like explosion part. But uh, <laughs> Gary Oldman is a arms dealer, and he's giving some weapons to this uh, this gang of aliens, and um, they're kind of dumb, but they have a lot of money, and they're rude to him, and so he leaves the room, and he fails to tell them about a certain button on every weapon that he just sold them that um, self detonates that weapon. And he and he walks out of the room and he he's talking to his assistant and he's like um, so yada 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 I told the I didn't tell these bastards about the button and then two seconds later he's lighting a cigarette and the whole building explodes and I thought that was the coolest scene as a child and I still do Steve uh, well the entire movie is about these worm things <laughs> that eat, try to eat people I mean how can he not I mean the entire film is great I mean it's just people blowing. Warms up. <laughs> every scene's in every, every not even every scene. Every movie, every movie is the same. It has almost the same. I mean, it's the same. I think uh, Kevin Bacon's in most of them. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the crazy dude who lives in the basement. That's the another arms dealer, or just he's not an arms dealer. He's just a, a, he's just a collector like of. Uh, I, I love this. Every scene where they go to his basement, he just has like a wall that opens up to more guns. <laughs> it's. That's cool. That's cool. I don't. I don't know anybody like that in my life, and those are the only the only time I ever get to see. 
uh, crazy people is in Tremors. That one guy, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find his name, uh, uh, Fred Ward, uh, Earl Bassett. So I should mention, usually I don't allow uh, guests to go on IMDb or do some research at the table because they usually have a week to prepare, but we had to come up with this uh, on the spot. So that's why they're checking out their IMDb, page, uh, IMDb pages and everything. So that's cool. All right, so now I need you guys to take each other down. Whoever right. wants to go first. So take each other down as in like, I don't like your scene because? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't like Steve's scene because it didn't really seem like that's just the whole movie. Did you like have an individual scene in particular that you liked? To be honest, all those movies run together because it's yeah. just uh, in the in the second one or it's the second or third one where the well, uh, sticking to the first one the movie first one. the first okay, one the first one okay then I, it's uh, they use the um, uh, the remote control car to blow oh, up. Yeah, one. That is a good scene. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean that's, that's just a, really a fun way scene. to. Uh, I've always wanted to do that. Just like tie dynamite to a remote control car and then go. We could do yeah. that. We can do that. We, we could. can go down to Tijuana. We can pick up some fireworks. Why go to Tijuana? We're going to shoot some fireworks, right? And then we can go to a remote control car. We can do it with a drone. That'd be cool as shit. Yeah. yeah, just put like a stick of dynamite on a drone. But they were doing it in that scene to like uh, attract the graboid, right? Because it's, it's only attracted to like um, Vibration. Yeah, yeah, vibration. And, uh, yeah, they were, like, outsmarting it. They're sitting on a rock while they're controlling something. And they, they kill it. And there's, like, how many of them? There's, like, four or five of them throughout the film. They have to kill or something like that. Um, I, think, I think that scene, well, the scenes you kept talking about, how cool it was that they went down to his house and he just kept going into rooms with more and more weapons. That just sounds like a James Bond ripoff of, like, when they go to Q's little lab. You know, and, like, they'd be walking along. Somebody would be, like, lighting shit on fire behind the different people. Yeah, I mean that's what, but I, I mean you're defending it. Just tell me shut up. <laughs> no, no. I mean that reminds me of Get Smart. Every time they go into like a, a room where there's weapons, that's always really cool. I grew up with the only weapons I've ever had in my house were like uh you know, in the kitchen, just things in the kitchen. I didn't have my parents didn't have guns. Mm-hmm. Uh that's we yeah. just had we just had cutting knives and, and butter knives. Yeah, reminds me the kid from home alone tries to figure out how to like kill a grab boy or something like that. You know, it's just like Figuring out, grabbing all of his toys and tying like knives to him and shit like that throughout the house. He's just being real smart and uh, crafty. Um, what was your scene again? Mine was when, when he comes back to life. Yeah. Like oh, right, right after, you know, when, when all of a sudden they realize and then the kids have to steal him and they, they take off in the van. So that's a great scene because he's still alive. Like that's hope. It's, it's a scene because like he's dead and then he comes back to life. As far as, well, as far as, you know, Elliot and everybody knew. Peter Coyote and all those guys, like, they were just like, ah, it's done. You got to get him out of here. And then, uh, and it's also with the scene where, where E.T. and Elliot, they, um, you know, they had that bond where when, when E.T. got sick, Elliot got sick and vice versa. So when E.T. got drunk, yeah. Elliot got drunk. Yeah. And that's the first scene where, because Elliot was about to die. And then all of a sudden his vitals came back up and E.T.'s ended so the E.T. Down. like sacrifice himself for Elliot? Is that what the idea E.T.'s was? E.T.'s Jesus, dude. Yeah, it's yeah totally. totally. And maybe that's why I don't like the film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too many cool? Christian references. It's uh... Yeah, but see, what he's doing is, is it's like the, I, I'm not a Star Wars fan at all, but the thing I love about Star Wars is that people look to it like a religion. I'm like, good. If people can look to that like a religion and we realize how stupid religion is, then maybe people can dump Christianity because they're like, ah, E.T. did it better. Yeah, he did. Jesus was just David Blaine. 
<laughs> yeah. It was just water, wine, walking on water, hanging oh. out with whores. Well, I need you guys to here for three days. Whatever. <laughs> All right, I need you guys to like start making real points because we're running out of time for this question. So, final points. Right. Uh, the point, like, what I'm trying to say, why it's a bad, why that's a bad well, choice. Why their ones are bad and why your ones better. Mm. Yours, because because we haven't ripped on yours yet. We haven't ripped on the uh, the fifth element yet. Um, was was Chris Tucker in that scene? Because any scene he's in, he ruins. No, he wasn't. <laughs> that was the one scene that Gary Oldman was just all on his own, and he killed it. And I and that's why it's one of my favorites. Gary Oldman kills it every time he's on screen. Yeah. Every time he executes. He and yeah, I don't he's know. such a method actor. You know, he goes into full character. Like when he was on Lincoln, he had to, like he had to refer to him as Lincoln and stuff. And, and I know uh, that's Daniel Day Lewis. Oh yeah, then yeah. never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, Never mind. It's too pretentious. Overall, <laughs> both of your movies are terrible. There weren't sequels, and they just ended. Oh, mine just keeps going. It just keeps going. Yeah, they never uh-huh. stop. That's true. They and they're trying, to, they're trying to re, they're trying to reboot the series too. But we we got to stick to the point of coolest <laughs> scene, not what's happening with the rest of it. It's well, okay, so why question. isn't your scene cool? Okay, all right, and why isn't your scene cool? I get it now. I forgot. That's right. Did you cry during my scene when you first saw E.T.? No, I did no. not cry. Did I was confused. I was wondering the entire film why they were connected, why E.T. felt the need to make this child drunk and sick, uh, and why that was cool. I didn't think that was cool at all. They, they, he didn't feel the need to. They just had an emotional bond. They bonded together, man. Is that just they because? So anybody that E.T. would have first met, he would have bonded with, you think? You, no, just just with Elliot because Elliot treated him like a a pure you know, kid. Yeah. He, he gave him he gave him love like from the beginning. You know, like, like he was scared of the animal in the beginning because he's like, oh, I thought it was a coyote or whatever. And then he eventually, when he saw it, he lured it into his bedroom. He was in Reese's Pieces. <laughs> we never had Reese's Pieces, so that's why that movie never connected to me. Really? <laughs> yeah, that, we don't have that in Australia. You know, they wanted to use M and M's, and so M and M would not license it. To Elliot him, really? that lured a, him in like a pedophile. Yeah, like like yeah. Bill Cosby almost. Like, oh, come that's take gross. Yeah, <laughs> your scene is gross. <laughs> <laughs> your no, scene is about that's, a child that's who yeah. who that's, that's is, a, like, is a what's a what's a what's a uh, the term for kids who like aliens? Uh, an alien phobia? Or alien? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Are you xenophobe? Are you, or what are you, Donald Trump? You're trying to keep the aliens out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> are, are, are they rapists? I, I assume some of them are good people. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't like your scene because it's about an alien who, um, who just who takes advantage of a young boy to get off of a planet. Yeah, he gets them drunk. Yep. That's mm-hmm. all it's about. And yeah, but Elliot lured him in. <laughs> it's actually an allegory. E.T. doesn't exist. It was just his emotional reaction. It was all a dream. There you go. And then I don't like your scene because it's just a dumb series. Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole hey, movie's and, the, and those worms remind me of my uncircumcised dick. That's what. Were those worms also in Dune? Uh, yeah, it's the exact same. Yeah, it's the exact same worm. And Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, there you go. There's, so, that's what I feel so, about your So, your scene's the remote control car? They're just going into the basement with the weapons. Oh, the oh, basement? Okay. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. All right, so I'm going to rule your one out because you did make the point of James Bond and all those other movies also did that, mm-hmm. and it's very similar. So it is a cool scene, but I'm ruling it out for this question. 
So you're out here. Now it's down between you two. Okay. However, I'm thinking I'm leaning towards Fifth Element because you guys haven't bashed on his one a lot. And the fact the coolest scene... Well, this is just so obvious. I mean, like, oh, there's a secret button. And then he also has to show the knife, which is the stage thing of like, oh, here's the knife. It is obvious. But it's cool. I didn't tell them about the button. It's executed so well by the Gary Oldman. And think about it. He's wearing a cone on his head that that makes him look so stupid. But he gives me the tingles every time because he's cool. And that's not easy to do. I don't think that's easy to do. I think that's why it's cool. Because he looks stupid. Your dad took you to the movies because he didn't want to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) We can't hold it. I feel like with E.T., the flying scene was way cooler than the one that you mentioned. Yours is more touching. It's touching. But uh, well, if you have to ask me about the consummate scene, I mean, some people say cool is action. And I, I think cool is like if that's the most intense scene for me. Okay. Well, and um, you, you also said that there is the 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 uh, freezer, mm-hmm. so you know you already that's nailed cool. that part. Yeah, that, true. That's literally cool. However, <laughs> no one ripped on his one, so I'm going to give Victor the first point. Boom, uh, Gary right. Oldman. Uh, damn it! Lean on Gary Oldman, you will win. Okay, next question. Uh, best non-human character. <laughs> uh, so my non-human character was the singer, the opera singer. She could hit all these notes that are humanly impossible, and she brings everybody in this um, this theater to tears. And it's like the best. It's one of the best parts of the movie when she's singing because they uh, sync it up with Mila Jovovich fighting a bunch of aliens in a in a room down the hall, and it's like they're synced up fighting. It's great. It's really great. I also would have accepted Chris Tucker, but keep going. Okay. <laughs> My non-human characters would be the either the other uh, the other extraterrestrials that come out of the ship at the end, or the dog who was fucking cool as shit. You know, remember who doesn't love a golden retriever? Come on, mm-hmm. but come on, ET, great. He's the greatest non-human character in all film. He's better than Moby Dick. That's true. Why? Because uh, he's got heart. He's got feeling. He uh, better, better than Groot. <laughs> Groot. Groot's cuter, he's better right? than Shrek. Uh. Uh, <laughs> He's got a heart. He's got feeling. Uh, he he learned. You know what I mean? Like he, he he developed as a character. He actually evolved through the movie. He goes from being like you know this kind of little space guy who's scared to falling in love and and to helping the kids and to, you know sharing with them as much as they were sharing with him. <laughs> there's only one non-human. Well, there's there's only one non-human. Well, there are four of them. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah well, there's, well, there's, I mean, the worm. The worm. Yeah, right. The worms weren't even the, the coolest thing. Uh, there was. I think the truck. The truck. I mean, that truck gets dragged uh, backwards. It's. I mean, think of the wear on the transmission. You, uh, you're the, right. Yeah, the truck. That truck was. Now you know the bulldozer, but I don't remember the bulldozer at all. <laughs> no, the uh, truck was a main character in that. Film. And I'm trying to remember the scene with the the rifle, but. Uh, <laughs> but no, I feel I always felt bad for the truck being dragged backwards, and like. I'll give you that. That truck is used a lot in that film. It is. It saves their life several times, and I think at the end the, the worm swallows the truck. I think. Didn't I know, you, did you cry when the truck died? <laughs> it gets pulled underground, and the I think the I mean I'm surprised the Ansels just never broke on that truck either. Yeah, I don't even know what kind of truck that was, but it definitely was the. It was definitely a Chevy. Was it? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that was a good. Yeah, you're right. I I remember the truck being pulled down more than anybody in that film. Yeah. All right, so you guys made three excellent points. One uh, went with the main character, and the other one went really outside the box. And <laughs> that was one of the coolest scenes in the movie, the the blue chick. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot her name. Um, well, he, yeah. here's because I don't really feel the need to bash on the truck too much. Because <laughs> I didn't bash on yours in the last one. Yeah. For a movie called The Fifth Element, your character has one dimension that she can sing. That's it. She's also very important. I mean, she had the stones inside of her and still had the guts to sing like that. 
And remember when she gets shot and then they just dig the shit out of her stomach and that's like the thing that saves Earth? She's important. Yeah, see, I don't even remember that scene, so I don't think she was that memorable. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember Bruce so Willis digging into an alien's stomach? With uh, with Chris Tucker she, in the background, her slightly oh, Chris Tucker was in the scene. <laughs> yeah, Chris yeah. Tucker, Chris, was Rucker, like, yeah. Chris Tucker was there holding an alien hostage while Bruce Willis like digs stones, ancient stones, out of her gut. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And he's just holding a gun to an alien's face. Then I, then I go back to my past argument: if Chris Tucker was in the scene, the scene so. he almost ruins it. <laughs> But that's only when she dies is when he almost ruins it. Whenever she's alive and singing, it's a brill. It's beautiful. It's a, even as a young boy, I could appreciate it. And you know, with your alien, I just I don't know. With ET, he he was the dumbest extraterrestrial, the slowest talking. Was he eighty? Why did he have those wrinkles? Why was he so short? Because he's an alien. He's not. Why, <laughs> who, who are you, why are you putting we're him into Hollywood aliens. standards? We're comparing oh. aliens. My alien was way hotter than yours. Is what I'm saying. You're, you're just you're just putting your 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 misogynistic <laughs> views upon. She e. was hot. She could sing. Et was short. He was wrinkly. Mm-hmm. Et e. could fly. Could he? Yeah. But he didn't. He made everyone else fly. He he had to sit in a basket to fly. He had to chill out a little bit. <laughs> he was smart. He he could build. Uh, he could build. You know, devices to he couldn't impact sing. foreign foreign cultures <laughs> using nothing more than tin foil, an umbrella, and a speaking spell. Which you guys probably don't even remember. Speaking spell, you little babies. I remember that. It sounded like the devil teaching you the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I need to hear from Steve. I need you to weigh in here. <laughs> well, I need you to my, non-human, my non-human character could run both of your alien characters over. So that's true. And my <laughs> non-alien character uh, or non-human character also killed aliens. Uh, so I feel like my uh, truck is the strongest character here. They weren't aliens. The graboids were from Earth. Oh, whatever. They're alien life forms. Was your so. truck American made? Definitely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I give it half a point just for that. <laughs> It served Murder. a purpose for sure, and it was a character. <laughs> the thing is, I can't rule one his one out. He made a really good argument at this point, so I need you guys to go harder. Like you guys are getting passionate. And this is what your your, about. your truck couldn't your truck couldn't do anything without human assistance. Your truck couldn't drive itself, oh. and then your truck died. And it never had a single word of dialogue. That's a lot of dialogue. Even, <laughs> even you said it was unrealistic that the axles never fell off. Come on, your yeah. character's totally your unbelievable. Truck doesn't exist. Why are you making much fight uh, against the truck? Yeah. <laughs> we really have to bash the truck. Yeah. Hey, hey, we had um, an episode a few weeks ago, and Fast and the Furious 7 was in it. And when we asked the question, who had the best lead? The car was the lead of the movie, okay? And it was an amazing argument. But okay, um, I am going to rule the truck out, though. (laughs) This is no chitty chitty bang bang, all right? Steve, who are you leaning towards? Are you leaning towards Blue Chick or E.T.? Come on, a better character. You know... Fuckable character. Fuckable. I'm trying yeah, to like. I'm looking at a picture her. of her, and she actually looks like Chris Tucker. So maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her name was like Galena or something like that. Well, you was... know what? I'm gonna Diva. make my diva. Diva. It was just diva. It's diva. Kulava Laguanga. Wow. Racist. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna make my decision, and I'm gonna give it to Et because. Character is one dimensional. She didn't do other than sing and die. And he <laughs> dies. That's the not a great character if he dies. Yeah. <laughs> Within the first, yeah, right when we meet her, it's true. Okay. Yes. <laughs> one and one. One and one. Let's All right. See who wins this handshake? 
Let's see who gets How many this. questions is it? Uh, eight. It's oh. the golden handshake. You don't have to go to the bathroom to get it, do we? <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, all right. Shit. Here we go. It's Best awesome. weapon. Oh, oh, man. All these movies have weapons. Okay. So I got my weapon. It's the planet. The planet is the weapon. They say it several times. It's an entire planet. It's technically a force of evil, in quotes, but it's the shape of a fucking moon, and it's hurling at Earth right up until the ends of the film when they stop it. It's a weapon. And that's a badass weapon. It's an Earth destroyer. Nice. I'm going to let him go because I'm going to crush <laughs> it. I'm going to crush it. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> let's see. There's is it the truck or the yeah, remote control a, car? There's no. a whole basement full of the ones you could pick from. <laughs> there's the, C4, the homemade explosive. There's, the, uh, there's rifles, which I don't think really made much sense. Um, so I'm gonna go just with uh, the C4, like all the C4 yeah. uh, that was attached to the the truck and the bulldozer. <laughs> Very efficient and, for worm uh, killing. And the little uh, remote control car. It was all, and that's what saved uh, those. I think uh, that small group of people were were the um, were the. Yeah, explosives. it was like a town. It was a town. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was desert. It was. I think it was a deserted town, which d- it doesn't make any sense why people were living there. If it was deserted. <laughs> Just yeah. the one, the one insane uh, militant dude with yeah. all the guns, which is usually where militant dudes live. They just have a, a uh, like a hut in the middle of nowhere, and they're like, oh, "The government's coming to get me. Uh, I'm going to stock up." They're probably sitting on a missile missile silo. Anyway. Probably, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Probably why the tremors. Uh, they should have. Yeah. They probably backwards. lived out by the Salton Sea or something. Yeah, they should have done like a backstory. It was like where they had like the the missile testing, and that's why those worms are so big. Well, we'll you know? find out in the reboot. <laughs> yeah, that Universal. We got a uh, scriptwriter right here for you. <laughs> um, and then yours. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Mine, all right. If you go conventional weapons, if you really look at the movie ET, is there all all the weapons that you would see in the movie? You might think would be the guns. Which, uh, you know, they seem to be able to get around. They never really used the guns on the kids. And the, the guns have even been removed from the new movie. Um, they're now holding walkie-talkies. Uh, you could go with cars. You could go with uh, um, other things. But I really, then you start thinking, really, the weapon that defeated everything was either intellect or was it love? It was the love between Elliot and E.T. that conquered everything. Love conquers all. Love is the most powerful weapon in the planet. You can't really argue that. It's hard. Well, my, my weapon, I literally chose evil, so we're like, we're perfect. However, if you're familiar with Fifth Element, what saves the day was love. Love. So. Right. Yeah, so he, okay, picked, the, he picked the wrong weapon in the no, film. No love in my movie. No love. <laughs> but, but what was the, the, love, the love to kill things. That and was, trucks. Wait, and trucks. The love. For, there had to be a love. There's a love There's story. There's a love story. Yeah, there's, there was yeah, a love story. Oh, yeah, story. Kevin Bacon, yeah. Kevin Bacon uh, made yeah. out with somebody. Yeah. yeah. All right, Brunson gets the point again. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. conquers all. Yeah. I don't. They they actually removed the guns from. I don't remember yeah, the guns yeah, in like, ET. I think I've probably only seen the one with the walkie talkies. Because Steven Spielberg went on this sort of peaceful thing, going, "This is a kids' movie," and then the police don't really. They're holding shotguns and stuff. Like when the kids are coming on their bicycles, and the police cars make like a roadblock, which is also stupid because kids can just ride around the roadblock. Yeah. They're all holding. Uh, they were holding shotguns and, and you know like police weapons. <laughs> So they were just standing like this with yeah, a walkie-talkie? No. So, yeah, so exactly. Like the guy holding a gun is now, like, instead of holding a gun like this, his upper hand has a walkie-talkie. The, in the remake, they, they point the walkie-talkies at the children as they're flying past, and they're pointing the walkie-talkies at their, like, as, with the intention to shoot, but they decide not to. And it's, like, just like that. you never seen it? I don't remember that part. <laughs> 
I never, I never. Uh, my it, mom it ruins the movie. It really ruins the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't. My don't. mom didn't allow me to watch movies like that growing up. Basically, <laughs> see the original. Just watch, watch it. What your, your mom wouldn't let you watch movies like E.T. No, but she lets you Why? watch Tremors. <laughs> yeah, totally. I want up all up all night. She's like, uh, no, no, no. fuck movies. mainstream Hollywood. All right, you're gonna watch independent films. <laughs> fuck movies yeah, about yeah, kids finding much. love. <laughs> I don't know about this alien nonsense, but watch Kevin Bacon and Worms. Best score. Score. No soundtrack. Score. I've got John Williams on my side. Seriously, for we are. Is anybody ever going to compete with John Williams? Yes, really? if they make the right argument. Well, I know there's really beautiful music in um, Fifth Element, but I don't know who scores that. I've got mine has John Williams, and his score competes with Star Wars, and it competes with uh, Jurassic Park. It's, How it's many bars? I can't because my problem is that I get them all in my head together all at once. Yeah, I and I don't, I'm not really musically inclined at this moment. I ate a burrito last night at midnight, <laughs> a, a microwave burrito. I'm more hungover from that than anything I've ever drank in my life. <laughs> I don't know why I felt the need to tell you guys that. Um, yeah, I know there's beautiful music in, in Fifth Element, but no, nothing comes to mind. I can't even think of the, the opera singer. Yeah, well, yeah, yes, yes of course. Well, that's not a score. It's not but a score. It's, on the, it's part of the score because that it's, wasn't a, like it was on the soundtrack. She mm. sings like the the medley. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. Can anyone name a few bars from their thing? Oh yeah, she's like ha. That's what she does, <laughs> but she does it in an inhuman way that like really fucks with your pipes. My problem is that. Why are you checking up Ice Ventura Police Academy? <laughs> no, because I'm looking up the dude who scored uh, Tremors, and he <laughs> also scored Police Academy. Oh. All of them. Uh, Ace Ventura, The Never Ending Story 2. I didn't even know that existed. Uh, Never Ending Story 2. You didn't know that existed. You know there's three of them, right? I didn't. Damn. I thought there was only one. I think I'm going to go Star Wars. Like, cause it, I, it was a friendly my movie. Head. My mom didn't want me to watch that. And my dad, too. I'm actually there. Uh, I won't even get into that. Here it is. Science Theater's coming. It might be coming back, and I'm really excited. That's all right. Yep. That, okay. I, I, I can't having Star Wars in my head because it's that's fucking ET. All, yeah, that's that's ET. ET. That, yeah. that sounds like space. That's kind of yeah. fun. Yeah. All right. And but Star Wars is all over the air now, and so yeah. that's the one that's stuck in my head with John Williams. And I'm like, get that out of my. All right. If yeah. I could recreate that blue lady, I, I'd probably win this. <laughs> <laughs> But I can't win this. What a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's so pretty. You like, want a YouTuber and go to the bathroom? Right? Uh, I, I, I need to hear from Does anyone know the score? I don't, Do I didn't you even... know the score? No, That's the I question. Have... It opens up movie. to rock music or something. That uh, I have... Hold on, hold on, hold on. It was probably yeah, Kenny to, Loggins. To, I... <laughs> probably had a Kenny Loggins song. <laughs> we'll find out. Eric Serra is the composer for The Fifth Element, and he's done all of Luck Benson's movies. And uh, he's also done Goldeneye. So Goldeneye, yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a composer. Uh, he's done the soundtrack for a lot. I mean, other than the Fifth Element, Goldeneye, The Professional. You know, that's impressive. I just can't recreate any of that crap. If we're gonna IMDb composers, like you don't need to. <laughs> let me, think, let me bring I, up John Williams' yeah, yeah, resume for you I real think, quick. I think you've made an amazing point <laughs> yeah, already. You don't need to. Didn't he yeah. die recently too? In a, in a like, re- like right. Did, I, like, don't know. I don't know. I might be wrong. I feel like I heard that, but then I'm like, nah. no. No, I know Wes Craven died recently. That's I think John Williams died in a plane, dude. Yeah. Really? I feel like he did. I so just... how's that um, score going for you, Steve? It's uh, it's very hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> but is it hopeful enough to give you a point? Uh, doubt it. 
Okay, so does, ruling you one out. Does it remind you of worms? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It reminds me of like uh, just like walking with purpose. <laughs> That's John Williams is still like alive. He's, he's still alive, and he did the Harry Potter soundtrack. He's got to win. This is a good. <laughs> Are you gonna give him the point? Yeah, I give right, it to okay. him. Harry Potter. Some, yeah. I never liked Harry Potter. Harry have Potter. you heard the opening sound? I mean, nah, nah, uh, uh, I can't even think. Did of it? Uh, what? Uh, it's <laughs> like, uh, did he? Did he well, score Law and Order? Because that's the most memorable. But yeah, he did a lot. John Williams is brilliant. So I give. All right, Brunson's point. on three. If he gets yeah, one he more point, he wins. Damn. Oh uh, yes! All right, cool, cool. Let's get this. Well, well actually, no. If you, yeah, if you get the point and then Victor gets the other three, then it's tied. Oh, shit. But if Steve gets one and then he gets two. Come on, Tremors, man. And I hate Let's to rush you Tremors guys. Tremors but... 2 soundtrack or the score for that? <laughs> Definitely better. It's a little more like poppy. It's like you've yeah. got an 80s vibe to it. They updated the score. Do you want to change your choice to Tremors 2? <laughs> no, I'm fine. <laughs> Does the truck die in Tremors 2? <laughs> I bet it makes a reappearance. No, I'm pretty sure there's a brand new truck. You <laughs> <laughs> sure it didn't come back to life? That happened in my movie. <laughs> yeah, the truck was uh, dead and then the, the flower. I'm just trying to pick up a question that Bronson might have trouble with. Mm. All right, screw it. Best cast. Oh, well, hell yeah. Dude. Come you on. hate Bruce Willis. You can't even go there. I hate Bruce Willis. <laughs> you have Chris Tucker. And That's I have negative Chris points. Tucker, but I have like one of the greatest actors of all time, and he's still around. And uh, and Mila Jovovich is still good too. Yeah, she's good. she's great. I was in love with Drew Barrymore. Like you guys, like for you, she was she was like a of age. For me, she was like like right around my age, where I was like, oh my god, she's so cute. She's so pure. Alligators in the sewers. Yeah, she never sold out or that's nothing. Be- that's before she went. That's before she went crazy. But you know. But she came. You know what? The thing is, she, she all her scandals were like early enough before TMZ was all over everybody's shit, and then she went to rehab and, and got her life together. And now she just she really does seem like when you see her in interviews, she seems like you could just sit down and just have a. Sh- was that her first role? Like she I was think, super young. Yeah. I think she might have been. Firestarter might have been before this. Yeah, I think I think it was. But Spielberg has a he he does cast he cast nobody sometimes. That little boy didn't do anything either, right? After that, he's he did like very little after that. He did. Uh, there is a movie with him in it when he's in his twenties. He he like disappeared from Hollywood, and there's a movie where he's in his twenties. It's some like indie movie, and what's funny is he plays with a fucking ET doll like in a couple scenes of the movie where he's just looking at it like, eh. <laughs> so it's like he takes it out of himself. Yeah, I love my cast. I think Gary Oldman kills everybody here. And I, I, I think I definitely have the best visual effects cast member, like one of the original, just great cast members. That's a non-human for its like, era. Yeah, it looked yeah. better than freaking Yoda. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Yoda looked like a muppet compared to ET. What about Jabba the Hutt? Jabba the Hutt. Um, did they have like a real big version of that? Is that like real? Yeah, it was yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not that remastered. Jabba bullshit. the Hutt kind of yeah. looked like a fat bloated version of E.T. You know, it was like a huge mm-hmm. blown up, like someone filled the But this, this movie that, like, e, the first Star Wars was, I think, seven years before the uh, E.T. I mean, and it was all George Lucas's company, the ILM, did mm. all, you know, E.T. as well. E.T. kind of looked moist. I, don't wanna, I wouldn't <laughs> want to hug him, you know? Yeah. Kind of gross. Like a... But remember when E.T. meets Yoda? <laughs> no. They're, out, they're on Halloween and some kid's dressed as Yoda and E.T.'s underneath the, um, he's underneath the, uh, 
ghost costume and they're walking along and he sees Yoda and oh goes, yeah he starts running oh, yeah because yeah, like he might have been like a cousin or something well you know in Phantom Menace uh, when they're doing that big mm-hmm. uh, when they're doing the whole trade talk bullshit and they got delegates from everywhere there's one delegate with a whole bunch of aliens that look like E.T. Yeah, in that film, somebody's done a, a meme where they they say basically e, the the proof of the meme at the end is that ET is a, is a uh, Jedi, and it starts with how they know each other uh, in ET. They play with the Boba Fett and they play with the the action figures. They yeah. meet Yoda, and that Yoda and ET have a connection. And in that scene, that's a scene of all of the leaders. They're like sort of um, I think it's the leaders of the, the Jedi. It, yeah. Oh Council. man! So he he and, uh, he was using the Force in that film. Yeah. So when oh. he flew, they were like. That's him using the force. And oh. so he's a Jedi. Have so. you heard about Jar Jar Binks being a Sith Lord? <laughs> Did you no, hear about that? That's no. very recent. It's brand new. You should go, go. Google talk, that. Talk about it. <laughs> um, everyone's saying that uh, Jar Jar Binks was a secret Sith Lord throughout the entire uh, Phantom Menace and that it makes sense if you rewatch it. Just look very closely at Jar Jar's eyes every single scene he's in with someone else present and talking and apparently he's using Jedi mind tricks to force them to say things um, mm-hmm. a few examples they used were a scene with him he's right he's standing behind Padme and Padme's begging Qui-Gon to go to a planet they're not supposed to go to and somehow supposedly they're using the argument that um, Jar Jar uses his secret Sith powers to convince both of them to go to this planet mm-hmm. and it seems interesting because He's a CGI character, and uh, and he does look kind of creepy. He looks kind of evil with those creepy eyes. Is he a big idiot? Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant, I'd say. See, he's like every other, in in any movie where the narc goes undercover, they always overdo it, where you're like, dude, how could you not? This guy is so trying to prove how stupid he is. He gotta be smart he was you know and it kind of makes sense like gun guns don't trust him because he's evil he's like an outsider he is a gun gun but they don't like him because he he left to go train with siths you know i get it steve i still need to hear from you (laughs) (laughs) best cast best cast well uh it was kevin bacon (laughs) and uh they uh, he Kevin wants Bacon to, does he, rule. He rules. He, yeah, six degrees to Kevin Bacon, right? Uh, I don't think I have a six degree with him, but um, you're in Hollywood. You probably do. You they, definitely I mean, have a six. You're there obviously no one in my film is doing very well. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, are you a comedian? That means you know somebody who's probably worked directly with him. Yeah, you're one probably, year away from him. Yeah, oh, for probably. Sure. Yeah. Maybe sure. we all have one. I, I I just don't ask. As soon as you got to mm-hmm. Hollywood, you have one degree from anybody. I think so. Yeah. Have you been here for like a week? You guys, do you guys have one? Yeah. If well, I look hard enough. Well, I met Mark Hamill, and go. Mark Hamill is related something, which has Kim Bacon. Bam. Boom. <laughs> All right. That's how this game works, right? Well, now yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 There's, there we go. Now there I know. Have it. All right. So... Best cars, you're sticking with Kevin Bacon, you're sticking with... Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman. amongst all the others, Gary Oldman. He and you're just it. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> well, no, I'm just I'm saying, I'm saying if we're talking best cast or guest, best cast member, I've got Drew Barrymore, i got Peter Coyote, uh, the kids, the, all the kids in it are cast perfectly, including the, the little side characters, the ones who were like mm-hmm. his older brother's douchebag friends. They were fucking great. The little girl he falls in love with, perfect. The teacher that's screaming at him when all the frogs are running away, like... Right, Steven you know Spielberg what? doesn't do he doesn't do bad casts. It's just true, not possible. But I am ruling your one out because most of them are unrememberable. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And Drew it, Barrymore was a sister. She yeah. wasn't even. So I'm leaving it down to Fifth Element and Tremors. Mm. Now the argument is Kevin Bacon versus Gary Oldman, Bruce Willis, Miller Jolovich. 
Who would you go towards? Chris Tucker. I, I have no, to say no, that. Don't mention Chris Tucker, you lose. <laughs> you just took Oldman out by putting him in. <laughs> Chris Tucker's so bad, he cancels Gary. He's your karmic retribution. <laughs> That's yin and yang for you. Um, <laughs> All of my cast is best known for this movie. <laughs> Not Kevin Bacon. Come on. He's like Kevin Bacon's more Footloose. Yeah, Footloose. Footloose is more Kevin Bacon. I don't think anyone would even know that he did Tremors. I have I to ask a serious question about Kevin Bacon. Has he ever been... I mean, he's been in so many things, he's been in bad things. Has he ever really been bad in anything? He hasn't been bad. He always dedicates himself. Yeah, he always dedicates himself. I love him. He's and he's in planes, trains, and automobiles. Which he I was in the earlier. Hollow Man, and that was a shitty movie, but he was cool as yeah. the Hollow Man. And he was also in R.I.P.D., which sucked balls. Which one? R.I.P.D., the one about where they use ghost cops, and he's like, oh, it's terrible. He was in that? Yeah, he was the bad guy, but he played oh, an awesome yeah. bad guy. Oh yeah, with the dude and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Jesus, that was him. Wow. Damn, that was bad. That was bad. Mm. That was really bad. It was like a cheap what, man in black. That was what's a, the one where everyone makes ghost themselves black. die, so they can uh, they can uh, experience the afterlife. Like they die, they kill flatliners or yeah. something. Oh yeah, yeah. and yeah, they they, they, they die and they like they kind of kind of yeah. see ghosts. That was such bit. a beautiful '80s, like right after the Brat Pack era. '80s and '90s, kind of. It was like late '80s, early '90s because they were all like college instead of yeah. so takes that brat pack thing of everybody's in high school and goes okay let's make a new brat pack but make them in college but yeah a bunch of people came out of that movie that were great Keith Sutherland yeah yeah Keith Sutherland 24 man hell yeah um but other than that Gary Oldman dude come on Gary so Oldman. Boston who are you leaning towards he's still Kevin classy. Bacon or three Three verse one. I, I'm just, I, I'm just a huge fan. I, I have something I like Kevin. I, you know what I would like to do is sit down with Kevin Bacon and Drew Barrymore and just talk. I think it would be great. <laughs> I think they, we just have a good dinner together. Hey, uh, next time I come to Hollywood, uh, Kevin Bacon and Drew Barrymore. If you ever listen to this, which you won't. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Kevin. It Bacon, was one of it was one of his most successful roles in the ni- uh, roles in the nineties. Was it Tremors? Was Tremors and Flatliners? Huh. And mm-hmm. then he was also a gay prostitute in uh, JFK. Wow. Yeah. Dude, he's got range. Yeah, Damn. he says Gary Oldman's never yeah, been Are you in trying to say funny. that he's better than Gary Oldman? I'm saying he's more versatile and he's willing to do more things. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Gary Oldman played a uh, African uh, drug dealer in True Romance. To be honest, uh, I, I, can't, I can't even picture Gary Oldman in my head. I don't right even know. Here. He's right here. Remember <laughs> earlier when he was talking about him? I thought it was Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Right, right, okay. Gary Oldman is a chameleon. <laughs> don't fault Steve him for that. Steve gets the point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just because Kevin Bacon has a pointy fucking nose that stands out. And you can recognize He's a rememberable him. character. <laughs> He's a memorable Dude, he was so player. good in A Few Good Men. Remember, he played, he played a total dick in that one? Damn. Yep. All right. All right, so it's Steve's on the, finally on the board. Finally. Made it. <laughs> good job, Steve. You're in. You're back in. Next question. Which one is more believable? <laughs> of all the movies, Of all huh? the movies. Well, you know, mine is like, it's a future, but it's like not a shiny, pretty future. It's a very believable future where like New York is literally, they stopped building out, they went up, and all the buildings are like uh, fucking tall as shit, and uh, there's no ground, and there's hover cars. I think it's believable. I think it's very, I don't remember the I can year debunk that right away. Uh, they thought uh, in Back to the Future that the future would be like what it was in the movie, and we're in the present, and it's not. Well, shit, what, so, what year did that take place in? Let me check. Let me check. Let's see how accurate um, it is. It's also it's New York City. Really, are we going to build it taller? I mean, we're we just going to give ISIS more things to chuck missiles at. It's in the twenty two hundreds. It's two thousand two hundred. Oh, human beings aren't going to make it that yeah, far. Yeah, yeah, so maybe it's not no. very realistic that we're going to make it that far. You're right. I don't think we're going to make it to two thousand two hundred. 
Uh, I, I don't know that mine's believable either, but it is if you if you go back to me saying that the whole thing is an allegory. It's just it's just his uh, hope and dreams for his father to come back. It smells like Old Spice. Reminds me of my dad. Um, you don't remember that scene? They're in the garage <laughs> with the, the CIA's out there listening or whoever they are. <laughs> no. Um, I think that someone really loves ET. <laughs> I think that yeah. the era that the ET took place in, that boy would have been far more scared. I think he. Uh, I don't think it's very realistic at all. I don't think. I think that they would have kicked that alien. I don't think he would have made it come into his house. I think they would have shot the shit out of him too when they were uh, flying past him. <laughs> Do you? Uh, did you ever? Did you ever like? You know, like your mom would be afraid of like rats and mice and stuff, but like, did you ever have a little pet mouse like that you caught? Th- something that I caught? Yeah. yeah a frog uh, or something. I caught like. a dog and she kicked it right the hell out. Like a, a See, real, got a normal snake dog. But if you had hid the dog from your mom in, say, your sister's uh, stuffed animal closet, then perhaps it would have stayed there. Because remember, as soon as the mom, as soon as all the adults saw ET, it was all like, get out of the house, get out of the house. But with kids, they were like, no, oh, I got yeah. this. You think kids would keep an alien? Yeah, it's like, it's, I it's like a frog, dude. A, a child, a human, realistic child would be freaked out by alien well, by he was scared e. of him in the beginning et looking i mean it looks weird well the it's alien didn't probe uh any of the children that's true so, no, so that's totally unrealistic, un- uh, unrealistic. <laughs> totally with unrealistic. that glowing finger it belongs somewhere you're mm-hmm. right yeah. i gotta hear the argument for trimmers come on Steve. <laughs> bring this one home we don't know what's out there. <laughs> All right, you know what? Look, as far as that's from aliens. That's from aliens, dude. You can't use their tagline. That's from aliens. Isn't uh, that their tagline? Is we don't know what's out there? Um, oh, no, I thought it was in space. One can hear you scream. What's so? That's that is some space. That's tagline. like that's, the truth is out there. You're thinking of the X Files. Um, <laughs> but uh, but also you know a what? Great series. It's fair enough. All right, Tremors took place in a in a in a, a town where it's surrounded by mountains. So their idea was that these this species didn't make it outside the mountains because they, they couldn't, couldn't they burrow. Couldn't yeah, they couldn't burrow themselves past the mountain rock. So a species living isolated like that, it happens. Totally. For sure. And, uh, and a species that lives off of human beings because it just snatches them from underneath the ground. Well, they, they ate all life. Yeah, I get it. Um, but, including trucks. Inclu- including <laughs> trucks. <laughs> but yeah. the size that they were and, uh, and the, the, I don't know, there was, no, there was not enough skeletons found. And, uh, but I can kind of see it. Well, There's they, new they species didn't, they didn't found have, They didn't have any bones. There were it, for the size of them, I don't get it. But as far as the new species and a species that hasn't been discovered, that's plausible as fuck. You're right. Yeah, you could probably win very plausible. Well, the size of them gets into the whole Loch Ness monster argument, which is people say the Loch Ness monster couldn't be possible because there's not enough fish to feed an animal that large to survive in the Loch Ness. But, yeah, but everybody knows the town is feeding Loch Ness. They're like, no, <laughs> yeah, like that's, they, that's what they do. They, <laughs> they have no garbage dump. Mm. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> No prison. <laughs> they got to keep tourism coming around. Yeah. Right, I'm going to go early. I'm ruling Fifth Element out yeah. uh, on this one. Um, I'm liking this Tremors argument. Yeah. Um, but E.T., I don't know where you're going with this yet. Cause... I haven't really argued why it's true. Yeah. It's to, to use his statement of we don't know what's out there is that we, we don't know what's out there. But I also said that I don't, I don't think it's true. I think the whole thing happened in his mind. It was just love. So he doesn't even him. think it's true. So then then kind of All right. Tremors got like, another point. What the look fuck? At you. Steve yeah. is coming back. I'm just trying to bring it down to the last question to crush it. Oh yeah, we got at it. this point. At this point, I don't know. I think we, could we do a two-way tie? No, I, 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 tie? there's been two ties, and I don't like doing ties because it's like, mm-hmm. well, we need I a clean one else too. All right, all right, all right. Somebody needs this butter handshake. What the <laughs> fuck is a gold handshake? <laughs> Most human moment. Oh, uh, well, there, I can find arguments for the other two, and if they pick them, 
and you're in trouble. So let's go. Um, uh, whenever Bruce Willis and Mila Jovovich are, uh, whenever Bruce, like the very end of the film, they they have to use their their love for each other um, to stop this planet that's hurling towards Earth, and uh, it's not until Mila, the Fifth Element, uh, feels the true love of uh, Bruce Willis that she activates within herself and this beam of light stops the planet. And so I think that was real, what was the question, human? Most human, yeah. yeah. I think moment. it was like most human because it was this scene was just two humans who wanted to live so badly that they stopped a planet from colliding with their home planet. Steve. A man in love with his guns. <laughs> that, that's human. That's yeah, a very that's human, realistic. That's a very American moment. Yeah, that's some human shit. Right yeah. yeah, a dude who just comes down uh, with a rock hard in his pants, uh, picking up a assault rifle. I feel like that's very American and a very human moment in uh, in modern day culture. And it's human American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the most human type of human. Prospect. Well, just because it's too easy to say the the. The falling in love between Elliot and E.T. That's just too easy. I'll go with the fact that the entire movie is played so realistically as real human interactions. And if you really want to look at a great scene between people where you're like, wow, this isn't a sci-fi film that's all blown out of proportion. This is real human beings interacting. Is look at the uh, the very first scene before, not the very first scene with uh, all of the uh, the older brother's friends where they're all sitting around and they're waiting for pizza and they're just busting on each other and uh, then then the, the mom is like yelling at them to be to be nicer and the other kids are looking at the mom like yeah your mom's hot and the brother's like shut up and it's just it's just the entire scene is so realistically played of of this interaction of, of people where you're setting up characters where it doesn't even feel like it it almost feels like a scene that doesn't need to be there but it's so great because it sets up the human interaction between the single mom and her three children and then the children's friends all hanging out and then Elliot goes out and uh you know, he spots E.T. for the first time, but he comes, becomes, you know, he goes out to pick up the pizza and he gets it and he hears rustling inside of the, uh, the shed and then he throws the ten- he throws the softball in and the softball comes out and he freaks, he drops the pizza, steps on the pizza, runs inside and he starts going, oh my God, there's something out there, there's something out there and they're like, it's a coyote, it's a coyote. He's like, it's not a coyote, it's, it's an alien, don't go out there and the friends are like, oh, don't go out there, don't go out there and that's when she says alligators in the sewer. Blah, blah, blah. And that whole moment is so realistic of how these kids would find something, how they wouldn't believe him, that they would bust on him for being like whatever. And then when uh, they get out there and they see the little footprints, the older brothers like get inside, get, you know, he gets scared. It's like, a lot he of fear. Yeah. There's something. And, and it's that whole buildup that is so human that it seems so useless. And then it turns into the most use, you know, most incredible scene. And then after that is when Elliot's like, I'm not staying inside. I'm going to wait outside and, and try and find this, this creature. And he steps on pizza. Anybody yeah, who ruins yeah, a pizza yeah. deserves the, the, the punch beat down by his older brother. So that's, that's, that's my most human scene in the movie. That's some real human stuff going on. That's humans being afraid. And that's why I liked my scene is because it's like humans fighting for their life, even though it's like completely hopeless. It's just human nature to fight to the end. You know, even though it looks like the end, like a planet hurling at you, you keep fighting. You know, you don't stop. You, you hope regardless. And that's human stuff. So I like that, like the fear, the hope, superhuman, and then yours is just loving guns. <laughs> That's human enough, I suppose, for like just loving something. Well, I'm gonna have to rule one out at this point. 
And I'm going to have to rule out Tremors. Because it's an American thing, not a worldwide thing. <laughs> As an Australian, you're immediately offended. I remember this scene now when the tremor burst into his bunker. Uh, and then he blows the shit. He fucking kills him right in his bunker. He's like, you. the quote is... Uh, broke into the wrong goddamn rec room, didn't you, you bastard? It's so American. <laughs> so American. American and bullshit at the same time. Yeah, but it, that's what people think when they think of America. Just that's, gun-crazed that's, idiots. So not only are you, you xenophobe when you're terrified of aliens, <laughs> is you're like super NRA where you're like, see, he defended his home with all the weapons that Basically, he had. The no. only humans are patriots. I'm from, I'm from Texas. <laughs> Raging right wing conservative. Yeah, that's how it was raised. You ain't proud. You're not a human. Now my dad was in prison, and my mom worked four jobs. If you don't want guns, you're not a human. All right, well, I'm, I've already made a decision, and I'm going to give it to Fifth Element. Boom! Oh, come and on! You don't want to end this quickly. No, no. I'll tell you why. Because now it's ended anyway. Uh, <laughs> One. There's no chance for you guys to catch up to Bronston, and cool. Bronston won. Oh, yeah. oh, shit. Okay, I thought I won. And I, <laughs> E-T, E-T. And I, I can't give, uh, you know, tr- I can't let Trimmers beat Fifth <laughs> Element, so that's why you get the point. There you right? go. <laughs> I really Actually, have to Oh, wait, E-T no, I made a mistake. There's what? still one more question, and it's oh. now 2-2-3. Two, two, oh, there you go. Oh, so you could tie it up. Yeah, we could and tie it up. have to do a tiebreaker. Oh, God. Okay. <clears throat> All right, last question, uh, unless we have to go to tiebreaker. Best villain. Ah, Mine was um, pure evil, and he embodied a planet that was going to hurl towards Earth. Worms underground. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all there were. Uh, I'm. I'm going to go. It's. It's the. Uh, it's that when adults grow up, they become. They become cynical, and they become cold, and they. You know, they looked at. E.T. was this this dangerous, scary thing. Whereas the kids were like, "No, he's not." Like they, they were they, adults get filled with fear, and, and fear is something that that's educated into children, like like racism or xenophobia. Is you teach children that they don't they don't they aren't born that way. Kids will hold hands. So with, fear is your answer. My my, it's it's just becoming an adult and just becoming fearful of of, of things that you don't understand and, and things that that aren't what you normally see. Whereas as a child, so the evil the evil character is is growing up. Ooh. Oh, no, I can I can actually uh my mom didn't let me watch that movie and I feel like maybe that's why I'm a xenophobe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a big maybe. fear of mine, honestly, yeah. is growing older and becoming jaded and, and upset. How, how how old are you? I'm gonna be twenty two in December. I'm a 22. baby. Yeah, that's I'll be twenty two next month. I'm a baby and every year everyone's like, Oh, that's why you're like this, that's why you're so full of hope and happy and I'm like, Fuck, am I gonna grow up to be you then? Like is that is that what that means? <laughs> Jason Tebow, life hasn't taken a shit on you. Yeah, yet. every every <laughs> adult, every is. adult I talk to is like, "Why are you so excited? Why are you so uppity and peppy?" And, the, and then they find out my age and like, "Oh." Oh. And so I'm like, you're exactly right. That cynicism, that that jadedness, I'm scared of that. That's a big fear of mine. Wow, I get it. You guys just gave Bronson the point. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bronson wins. Uh, all right. <laughs> All right, and you can find Bronston on uh, Twitter at Bron- uh, Bronicus. There'll be a link in the description below. Uh, anything to plug? Anything to plug? Uh, you know what? Every Wednesday, if you're ever in, in California, get to Venice Underground Comedy. It's one of the best shows uh, 
in Los Angeles or in the country, I'll just say it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I, baby. I saw the room and it is actually a fun room. He's doing it tomorrow, huh? Yeah. Uh, I am. That's um, right. But oh, you won't hear it because right. this episode will probably be like three weeks from tomorrow. <laughs> um, but here's your golden handshake. Oh, One, two, three pumps. There three you go. Nice. Official. I'm um, I did piss on it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I took a shit right before I got here. Uh, and place? in second place, yeah, it was tie oh. between the two. So, uh, Victor, thank you very much for coming out. Uh, you can find him at Victor Comedy. And anything to plug? Uh, this isn't live, but tonight I'm doing my roast battle. So that's going to be very exciting. We'll okay. catch that on... Um, Just put a link on your Twitter. Yeah, battle. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, me and Cesar Lazardo. I think he was on... He was on yesterday. Yeah. Yep. So. And Steve, uh, Steve Breeze, like on Twitter. Uh, anything to plug? Hey, just support your local comedy scene wherever you are. Nice mm. one. Nice one. Yeah. All right, now we've got to end the show like we do with every other one. We play a quick little game called The Seizure Kinds of Movie Game. Very simple. Uh, we pick an actor. I'm thinking we're going to go with Kevin Bacon on this one. Mm. Oh, uh, we take turns naming movies that he's been in. So you go, you pick one, you pick one, you pick one. And it keeps going around until you start running out. You've got 10 seconds to name a movie that person's been in. If you can't, you're eliminated. Okay. And it keeps going around until there's one remaining. With that last one, they still have to name one more movie on top of everyone else just to get the point. And you can't name anything that he isn't credited in. You can't name a TV movie. And you cannot name a movie that's coming out. Okay. All right. So we'll Wait, no movie with no credit? Yeah. Uh, that, that pulls my favorite one out. Then I'll just say it just to throw it out there. It's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. He has that scene where he deadlocks. Yeah. For the taxi, and I don't, I don't, I can't imagine he has a credit in the movie, but it is definitely one of those. Oh my god, it's fucking Kevin Bacon, and they lock on him. Yeah, cool. He probably actually does get a credit because that's not an extra. Huh. Well, 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 I'm gonna rule it out just, just right. in case, just we'll in case. All right, kick it off, Steve. Uh, he was in uh, Wild River. Taps. I think. Yeah. No, he was. Hollow Man. Um. R.I.P.D. Uh. Footloose. A few good men. Um, X Men. Which one? Uh, not the last one. The one before that one, and it was called. Shit, that was so good. Fuck. Five. I don't know. I remember. Yeah, Anyone want to throw him a line before I eliminate him? He was in that first one. class. Was it? Damn first it. class. He was a bad yeah. guy. So I'll say X Men First Class. There you go. Am I still uh, in or out? You're out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, was he in a movie called I'm Out? Because I don't know anymore. <laughs> really? You can't name a single one? I don't really I want. Can, I can see his face in a thousand movies and I can't think of names of any it's of them. It's real on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of another Did one. Did you even say your well, movie? I tre- yeah, Tremors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were about to give up. Um, uh, shit. I've had this stupid movie stuck in my head where he. He's out in the fucking forest, or not in the forest. He's up in the like Oregon, trying to save his girlfriend. Um, it's not called kidnapped. It's something stupid like that. No, no, no. You're out. Yeah. All right. Um, Tremors two. Tremors two. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that, yeah. that's one of you. Ah. Uh, um. No, I don't, I don't. I don't really. I don't know anymore. All right. Um, Friday Thirteenth, and The Woodsman. Damn. There we go. And I keep winning my own game. This is awesome. <laughs> it's still is, on the spot. Is the Woodsman the one where he... Uh... The pedophile. Oh. Yeah. That's a heavy movie. He's, he has such range, that fucking guy. Mm-hmm. He really is a great actor. Yes. He's good. I don't know. Is, is his music any good? I've never heard it. The Bacon Brothers? No. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Is his music? You know who yeah. else does? Keeper Sutherland has his own band. Yeah, Damn. same as Keanu Reeves. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the guy's name? Russell Crowe. You know, and this is this one's actually cool. Is Alice Cooper is in a band with uh, Johnny Depp. 
Oh, really? Yeah. They remade. They remade. They did a medley of "Schools Out" and uh, some other like sort of summer end of. And I heard it on the radio the other day, and I was actually like, "This should annoy me," but it doesn't. And then I found out later it was Alice Cooper and whatever the band is. And I think t- I think it's two members of Guns and Roses or something. It's like one of those like all star jam bands. Oh, okay. They'll never go on tour together, but. Interesting. That's badass. Yeah. All right, so that's been Film Feuds. You can find us on Twitter at Film Feud Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Film Feuds. Find me on Facebook and Twitter with the same handle, I am Seizure. If you've got any questions or topics, please send them in. And next week's episode will be Best Rocky Film. We'll be recording this live and you can watch it on Periscope. So follow me at I am Seizure on Twitter this Saturday, 5th of December, which will be a lot of fun. We'll see you then. All right, see you guys. Bye.